Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, guys? It's your boy Dylan. I'm here to talk about once again betonline.ag. Betonline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way for all your betting needs for all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure you use our promo code BLEAVE, that is capital letters B L E A V, to receive your rewards. One more time, that is capital letters B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Huntzinger, at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe Network, and this podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Uh, joining me today, popping out of the faceless Avi. Uh, first, we've got uh, the one, the one and only, the Mr. Reliable, Alejandro. Alex Roy, what's up, Alex? I'm good, man. I'm good. That was a hell of a game, man. That, uh, that was a hell of a game to come out of the trade deadline. And just completely take out somebody that was ahead of us or that's battling us for our playoff positioning. So great, great job by the young guys. Absolutely, man. We got a lot of fun things to talk about. Um, but also, before we get into that, joining us today, it's a special edition. It's a Dolan pod we've got from the Pacific Northwest. He asked me if uh, the the term gas means good or bad on Twitter earlier today. It is the one and only Stephen Dolan. What's up, Dolan? I'm just saying there's context in which that can be a negative thing. Just ask my wife. Yes, I I understand. But uh, in this context, Codename Kid Next Door, the TV show, was gas. So that's all I got to say. I honestly, I am not, I mean, I'm aware of the existence of that TV show, but I think, so you and I are like a few years apart, and Mm -hmm. there's just a thing here and there where it's like, there's like a hard cutoff line. Like, um, Drake and Josh, like, I have no, like, it's just not part of my life at all. And I, I must have missed it by like a year or something, like when it just stopped. It, like my age group just missed it. That was that was a pillar of comedy for me. So that, yeah, that hurts my heart. And I just and I have I've probably seen like half an episode of my life. Well, not because I'm like yeah. too cool for school or like wasn't watching those channels or anything. It's just like our age just barely missed it. Yeah, and the uh, and the forty year old in the group is like, what the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> Well, guys, hey, let's stop talking about old Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network shows, and let's talk about what's important, man. The Thunder played a game tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers, fresh off of their uh, victory in which they played spoiler to LeBron and the Lakers, um, Kareem record night. And uh, first off, before we get into that, just want to say shout out to Jerry and Alex for filling in on that because, uh, you know, we had some 
hospital issues with Nova and I was unable to be on that podcast. Really wanted to though. Like I, I got to watch the game and it was such a fun experience. LeBron wise and thunder wise, I wanted to be on there, but shout out to you guys for holding it down. But uh, we came right back at it tonight against the Portland trailblazers, a team that is right ahead of us in, in the standings. And uh, we against Dort was returning to the lineup. A lot of fun things going on. And when you know it, man, the thunder, took care of business tonight, 138-129 against the Portland Trail Blazers. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to do so in the segment we call the single large item. So, Dolan, as usual, you are the uh, – actually, no, I'm not going to go to you because usually when I go to you first, you can't remember how to do the segment. So, I'm going to go to Alex first. Alex, I'm going to give you the single large item first, then we'll go to Dolan. <laughs> is, it, is it for this game? For this game, yes, yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about, but I know you're there's going. <laughs> there's a ton to talk about, but the low hanging. No, well, you know what? I'll just I'll 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 leave the low hanging fruit to you, Dylan, because I know you want to, you know, wax poetic on on SGA. But the uh, the battle between SGA and Lillard, like, it was fun to see a battle that. Um, went back and forth and started from the beginning of the game. This wasn't just a fourth quarter battle. This was, you know, and it wasn't a fourth quarter battle because Lillard, he ran out of gas there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was definitely a, this was definitely a, a statement game for, for Shea Gilgis Alexander. You know, he, he did not get the, uh, the starter nod. Um, to re- yeah. It, it went to jaw. Um, but he showed out today, man, 44 points. And I think I, I just read that. Um, Alex, I'm sorry. Will you get it together? That is third on the agenda. Will you st- don't skip ahead, please? <laughs> oh, sorry. Dylan was kind enough very, to put this agenda in the chat. Wow, that is the craziest Twice. agenda I've ever seen in my life. At Thunder Chats, <laughs> at Thunder Chats, at Thunder Chats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, bearing the lead. Um, sorry for those of you that did not know that in our Thunder fans, he did not get to be a starter as of yet in the all-star game. Uh, but, you know, he probably felt some, some sort of way. He wanted to prove himself. He wanted to prove himself against um, Ja, you know, and, and Ja getting the nod. So he went out there today and he did his thing, you know, 44 points. And I think I read that he was the first player since I don't know when, um, at least the first player in Thunder history um, to get 40-plus on 80% uh, from the field. He was 13 to 16 shooting. Yeah, he got most of his points from the free throw line. He did, you know, a lot of his points from the free throw line, which that's what he does. Uh, but 13 to 16, that is that is insane. And it's it's kind of it's kind of it's becoming it's becoming a little bit scary how how well he is breaking down defenses because at the end of the game he was getting into the lane. And he was doing whatever he wanted, you know, whether it was taking the shot, whether it was getting a pass over to Lou Dort for a dunk to basically seal the game. Um, he was doing everything he needed. He, he was doing anything he wanted to do out there. And, you know, that may be indicative of the, the Portland defense, which is not the greatest, uh, but it's also indicative of a guy that I think he is just now, just now learning how to affect games in winning ways. Um, and so, yeah, just shout out to SGA, man. That was a hell of a game, and that was a hell of a statement that he made tonight. SGA, man, the one where he came around and snaked the 
pick and oh roll. My God. And scooped it up over the top for his 40th zone. point. Oh my man. God. Yes. You're not supposed to, when people snake the pick and roll like yes. that, usually they stop and get the guy on their back and do a little floater. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to get to the, a dunk in two steps after no. you do that. That was, that was a play that, that literally Nasty. left my, my jaw agape. You know, I'm going to go ahead and talk all, you know, old English and, and, you know, it, it was, it was a play that literally left me like, what, what in the world? And like, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. You know, there were a few plays in the fourth quarter that had me like that. <laughs> crazy though. You see the, you see the 44 points. And like you said, it was on, on, it was some kind of record for percentage on 40 points for thunder. And he had 13 for 16 from the field. When you just see that, you're just going to assume he made 10 three pointers. You know, yeah. he took one three pointer, and he missed. <laughs> what a bum! So, yeah, yes. Get back um, in the lab, Shay. Yeah, SGA became the seventh player in NBA history to score at least forty-four points on sixteen or fewer shots. Mm. Yeah, I, I bet if you look at that list, it's either somebody making a bunch of three pointers or it's a center. Like, like, yeah, like every, Will every with Shaq. Yeah, Will. Well, no, not even no. That that wouldn't make sense either because if you're, I mean, unless you're getting fouled a lot, yeah. But if you're a center just dunking it, it's going to take a lot more to get forty points and free throws. Yeah, 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 man. SGA and the S was for surgical tonight, man. Like he was just slicing them up, man. Like uh, you know, you talk about slicing them up. I mean, it's it's for a lot. It's for everything, man. What was the G for? It's like the uh, for going ham guillotine guillotine. (laughs) It's like uh, it's like Lil Wayne says, "Wheezy F, baby," and the F is for the the F is universal, man. Like the S and the G and the A, it's all universal. It could be anything at any moment. So I mean, yeah, Shay was just absolute tearing it up. The A is for anything at any moment. Yes, there you go. There you go. Came full circle. Um, Alex, you talked about the back and forth between Shay and Dame in the first quarter. I think that Dame actually had the edge at one point. It was twenty to eighteen, I think, in the first quarter between the two of them. Yeah, 2016, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And, uh, you know, there, there there were some factors in Dame slowing down and Shea, like, you know, continuing to get his going. But, man, just the variety of ways that he's able to get his buckets. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he's got the, the craft to finish on both sides of the rim, both hands. Uh, that midi, like, this year, that mid-range jump shot, there was, there was one late in the game whenever Portland literally sent three people at him and he just casually carved through the defense and he purposefully, like, you you could tell when he shot it that it was going to be a bank shot. Like, he called bank on the mid-ranger and mm-hmm. knocked it down. Like, it, it was so beautiful. And, you know, something that we've kind of drawn attention to all year long Shay's got an explosive man. Like he's not Russell Westbrook or even Jalen Williams uh, at, at this juncture of his career, but like we're not seeing the same guy athletically. Like he's legitimately like you know making some really impressive dunks. You know he had that one tonight on that cradle. Um, you know that up. You know where he uh, like scooped the ball over the person's head off the snake in the pick and roll. He had another one off of a giddy pass. Like Shay's. Shay's getting up there, man. He's doing it in a variety of ways. And it just, you know, like Dolan was saying, that he did that off of one attempted three. And, you know, I 
I definitely think that, you know, in the future, Shea's going to have to bring up his three-point attempts. We talked about this earlier in the year and, you know, kind of as the year's gone on as well. But the fact that he can just pick a defense apart, get to his spots, get to the rim at will without a three-pointer in his bag just tells me that, you know, as we know, as I said for, you know, almost two, three years now, when Shea gets in the lab and he has time to work on his game, I, I mean, I, I, hey, you can shake your head all you want, man. It, it's came to fruition this year. Tattooed on your back. Yeah. So, I mean, Shea gets in the lab, man. I That three-pointer's coming. Like, believe you me, like we've seen leaps in, you know, his understanding of the game, playing off ball. Like, he's been phenomenal off ball this year. That mid-range is money. Uh, and I feel like he's taking a leap defensively, like at least as like a help side defender. Like it's getting to the point where like, you know, if if they receive the ball um, in the post, like they could probably score on Shea because he's not the biggest guy like a post player. But if you throw a lazy entry pass, Shea's getting that thing. He's at least getting mm-hmm. a hand on it. He's getting deflection on it. Like he's gotten so much better on the defensive end. Like it's it's actually insane. Yeah, he always get he always sneaks around when somebody tries to post up on him and gets that tip away. And then just for example, the the dagger in this game was a play where uh, Jalen Williams was guarding Simons up top and kind of poked it away. Mm-hmm. And then the ball just started bouncing around and it went to I don't know maybe Eubanks kind of right in the middle of the floor. Shea defending the opposite wing sprinted over and stopped that ball from getting and then got a break hard bounce pass up to Jalen for the dagger dunk and one. And I just don't think a, he seemed to be a flagrant teams. one, right? Did they call a flagrant? I think mm-hmm. they did. I was listening. I was watching on mute. So, <laughs> and at that point I was running around the room watching on mute. <laughs> and so I got a little distracted. But I just don't think you see other team superstars making a hustle play on a loose ball like that. Like even at the end of the game, because it wasn't like a, I don't know. There are some plays where you're kind of forced to hustle. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's a super obvious, like I must sprint for this ball. It was like he sprinted just to get over there, just to be the helper on the guy in case the ball bounced over there. And when you're in the right place, what is luck? uh, luck is when opportunity meets um, preparation. I think that's Mm -hmm. the quote. And it's, that's what it was. He prepared and got in the right place, and then the ball bounced over there, giving the opportunity. And it looks like a lucky play, but it's really a hustle play. And it just created like the slam, the play that slammed the door shut on the Blazers. Which I, I mean, I don't know if my single large item, I don't even know what I want to do, but Jalen Williams is close by. I like it. Well, hey, what's I mean, what's what's kind of like transition into that because you know, talk about the dunk. You said you had this on mute. Um, you know, I mean, the dunk was amazing because after the dunk over the broadcast mics, you can hear Jay Williams just like primal roar. And I kid you not for a solid 10 yeah. seconds straight, like he, he's just, like, he just let it go and did not stop. And then, you know, they reviewed it and they called it the flagrant. He knocked down the free throw and we got the ball side out and then Dort scored. So that dunk was yeah. literally so mm-hmm. impressive and like in that juncture of the game that dunk was literally worth five points mm-hmm. yeah the guy 
he was he kind of slid back and you know he landed awkwardly on his on his legs kind of similar to the other night when um pool pushed him while he was in the air kind of mm-hmm. landed the same like baby deer um legs but then he slid back into the front row a little bit and then when he yelled he kind of bounced his head back and hit the hit one of the fans a little bit and you could just tell the fan was like doing everything he could to just like not react and not <laughs> smile and not like <laughs> participate in the celebration at all yeah uh, it was great yeah because i mean that was <laughs> man that dunk was ridiculous like you know that like that fan interaction reminds me of like whenever uh, whenever we was playing the Clippers after Balmer just acquired the Clippers and Russell Westbrook just came through with a tomahawk and Balmer's just looking at it and he's just like, wow. <laughs> it was it reminded me a little bit of like the Prime Thunder 1.0, how they would do they would just have this sequence. And the one that comes to mind immediately is like Serge Ibaka block shot that bounces right to Russell Westbrook, who drives it up and kicks to KD on the wing, who just slams it home, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just like bang, bang, bang. And by the end of it, you've forgotten about the Serge Ibaka block that started it all, you know, which Mm -hmm. by itself would have been an amazing play because that dunk was so cool. But if he had just laid it in, I would be sitting here raving about the Shea bounce pass. Yeah. Because it's one of those where he just like chucks it almost straight down to just hit the window perfectly. And it just kind of bounces up like floating in front of Jalen Williams. Mm -hmm. It just like runs through it. It was just a perfect setup. And like I gasped when he made the pass. And then, um, you know, I guess I, good thing I didn't have any air left in my lungs from gasping or I might've, might've screamed and woke up the kids. (laughs) Yeah, it was unselfish too by Shea because you know he tied his career high with forty four. Like that, that elusive forty five, man. We we couldn't get it again today. But like at this point, he had forty four points in the game. And any other player, I don't know, man. He's probably trying to keep that ball, take it himself to the rim, try to get fouled, and try to you know get that career high. But Shea prioritized winning. Like the Blazers still could have made it a game at that point. And, you know, like you said, like like I even said on the Twitter – on the Twitter. Why did I just say on the Twitter? I just – I sound like a 40-year-old man. Like I said on Twitter earlier, like that was a, a dagger hey, of a jacket. Hey, hey, calm down with the whole 40-year-old man thing. <laughs> calm down with that. Why was that so specific? <laughs> I don't know. I just had to age myself up a little bit on that. So, um, Don't want you have anything else to add on uh, – on J Dub Santa J Teletubby, uh, he was he played really good defense on Dame when he got switched onto him. Like mm-hmm. his length clearly bothered Dame down the stretch a little bit a few times. There was the one where uh, he missed, and then the guy saved it back in bounds to Dame, and Dame relocated real fast and ended up making a three anyways. But J Dub really made it difficult on him before that, and you know sometimes great players just do great things. Um, that was a crazy play by Sharp to save that and flip it. It was, it was. Like, I'm not even mad. It, I don't discount J Dub's defense because it ended up like that, but mm-hmm. he created, you know, the need for a play like that to happen. Yeah. And I just thought he was really good. Man, that I tweeted this too. Just like Sam Presti nailed that draft pick, you know, like, <laughs> and we still have the number two pick too. And, mm-hmm whatever Jang turns into. It's just, 
it's just crazy that I'm like con- so content with how our draft went and we're still missing the the best guy and we and yeah. the other pick was a project. The only top five pick so in our rebuild. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, man. Um, and I, I just want to, you know, while we're still on Jalen Williams, uh, he had six assists tonight, which, you know, if you combine him, Josh Giddy, and Shea Gildas-Alexander, they had 20 assists between the three of them. So that's pretty good from your be- uh, three best players. <laughs> yeah, definitely. By committee. Alex, do you have anything to add about Jalen Williams before I get to my single large item? No, man. Just, I mean, just great job. Great job on this game. It just seems like every game we see more and more, like, you know, layers to this onion that is, you know, that is Jalen Williams. And mm-hmm. it's just it's just awesome to see that kind of, you know, see that kind of happen in real time. For sure, man. Can I just add that he's really cool? Yeah. He is. He's, I mean – Oklahoma City has has a knack for getting like these these very uh, what's the word I'm looking for like very quirky like yeah they're all a little bit different yeah I was thinking about it he's like awesome too they're all real cool the other day I was watching Twenty One Jump Street the new one or the new it's not new anymore (laughs) but the remake you know um and there's the scene where so like the one guy is was the cool guy in high school, right? And then they go back to high school and he's still like being like, you know, the bully, like the dumb jock, like archetype of what was cool in high school when he was in high school. And then he comes in and all the new cool kids are like environmentally conscious and, you know, woke and, and like sensitive of each other's feelings. And he's like, this is the new cool guy that Jalen Williams is that kind of cool guy, you know? (laughs) He's the he's the new age cool person. He's just so comfortable in his own skin, but like he cares about people, and he's cool because specifically he thinks being cool is lame. That's how. That's the kind of cool he is. I, I do want to say this though. I feel like SGA is bullying J Dub. SGA is regular guy, regular cool. No, no, like like a couple of days ago, we saw the practice film where he threw the ball at him and he grabbed him by the collar. <laughs> and then in this game, after he gets, you know, knocked on the floor after an amazing dunk, he punches him in the chest. Like, SGA's got to chill, man. He's rude. He's letting, that all, he's letting that all-star hype get to his head. <laughs> I, yeah, I love it, man. Um, all right, this is, this is my single large item. Uh, the return... Of Lugans Dort, Dort Basante Dort, man, came like came back from injury. How many how many games did he miss? Five, six, six, six games. Came back after six games with a freaking flamethrower on his arm, dude. Six of six shooting, three of three from deep. He looked comfortable. He looked confident in his shot. He was in attack mode, um, you know, on the offensive end and defensively. Man, he hasn't missed a step. Put Dame in the Dortcher chamber multiple times throughout the game, late in the game. Um, ended up with 18 points. Uh, and then filled up, yeah, filled up the stat sheet at, at that point. Uh, one rebound, one assist, one steal, one block. And, uh, you know, this is, you know, box score uh, plus minus is, you know, kind of finicky sometimes, but I feel like this is spot on. Lou Dort was a game high plus 30 in the box score plus minus tonight. <laughs> That was so, great. 
that's great, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think we've really missed him. You know, we was able to you know pick up a couple of those wins in his absence, but uh, I feel like we really missed his, uh, you know, at least his attempt at rim pressure. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's very strong. He's a strong dude. He's pretty yeah. swole. Can't confirm. Anything else to add about Lou Dort, boys? I just I think he came in and, and he provided this team with with that point of attack defender that they've been missing for the past six games. I mean How'd y'all feel about him coming off the bench? Was he on like a minute restriction or something? I think so. I think he was on a minute restriction. And I think he only played twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just wanted to see how, you know, how to you know test that hamstring out. But uh this may be a vision of the future as far as how this team may operate because, you know, it may be a situation where he has to, you know, take on the Marcus, Marcus Smart role and, and come off the bench. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I thought it looked good. This is this is what you want to see from Dort, you know, as far as his, his shot selection, as far as, you know, his performance out there, what, you know, what they use him for. It was, it was vintage what you want to see from him. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. I, uh, I I just birthed the second part of this segment. You know, we sometimes when we have like two or three people, we do multiple single large items, but the other ones aren't as significant. So I'm changing it. So we're going to do one single large item like we usually do. And then we're just going to do quick hits at the end. So these are quick hits here. Uh, Isaiah Joe is my quick hit, man. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Philadelphia, for cutting that man. I tweeted uh, during the Lakers game, I wake up every morning and thank God that the Sixers cut Isaiah Joe because mm-hmm. he's been phenomenal, man. Hit four threes once again tonight. Shot four, hit four. was four or five from the field. Uh, I mean, that man needs to be in the three-point contest. That's all I got to say. Three-point okay. champion. Have they announced that yet? Five people. They announced five people. I've got to see who it is. You can continue talking and I'll look. Okay. Damon so, Simons you- were both on the list. Oh, Two Blazers. I believe so. Um, freaking uh, Halliburton was on. <laughs> I mean, uh, here's the thing with, with Joe that I saw, that, I, that I've kind of been seeing the last couple games, is teams are making him, you know, a, a team, when they have the scouting report, will push you towards your, your weaknesses. And I believe through the flow of our offense, he's getting his shot. Don't get me wrong. Um, but whenever he does have the ball in his hand and they do close out on him, um, he's starting to, you know, he's they're they're making him dribble. They're making him kind of kind of play make and, and go out there. And, and that's not that's not a, a big part of his game. Not necessarily a weakness, but not necessarily a strength. Um, and so I saw that today on a couple of plays. He had a couple of turnovers today, um, and I, I think teams are starting to attack him that way. Not necessarily, you know, they're closing out. They're staying on him close, and they're they're causing him to become more of a dribbler. Um, and he's you know he's kind of having to learn that part of his game. So. It's showing growth. It's showing, you know, maturation. Um, and and I honestly, you know, I would not be surprised if he plays summer league. But as summer league, like like we did with Terrence Ferguson that one year, you know, hey, go ahead and handle the ball. Go ahead and play make. You know, don't necessarily shoot it. We know you can shoot. Just go ahead and work on other parts of your game. So I think, you know, this summer we may see him in summer league. Um, yeah, the uh, you, you was talking about, you know, him dribbling. Uh, there, there was one time that he did have a nice move, uh, on, you know, attacking a closeout. Drew Eubanks attacked him hard. 
uh, at the right wing, and in turn, he snatched his ankles and nailed the three. So that was beautiful to see from Isaiah Joe. Also, it was Laurie Markin and Buddy Hield are also in the three point contest. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, Joe's his shots aren't all that easy either. Like he he had the one where he was sprinting to the corner and knocked it down. Yeah. Um, I almost mentioned whenever we were talking about Shea and he only attempted one three that, and you, you were talking about how it's coming, that he's going to shoot more threes or shoot better threes. Um, It's going to need to, I mean, just not that he's not great without doing it, but just as a team, we need to shoot more. And if he's Mm going to have the ball that much, then he's going to have to get some up. Like we only took 24 tonight. The Blazers took 40, like just on a consistent basis. That's going to be hard to overcome in the future, but not that it's a problem now. It's fine. Whatever. Um, I love one thing I really enjoy about Joe is that while we're not shooting this many threes, a thing that we're going to run into is teams running zone against us. And we run into that in the past and it's killed us, honestly. But now we have these awesome two like sets we run when teams go zone against us, one of which is Kenrich or whoever just going to the high post and playing point guard right there. And we have so many creators that we can do that. The other one is just so simple. It's just Joe stands on one wing and Shea stands on the other wing and Shea drives right at the middle and both of the guys at the top go to Shea and then he just does a little chess pass over to Joe who knocks down a three. Simple. Like, oh, I guess we can't run zone if Joe's standing there and we have to guard Shea. Like, it just breaks it immediately. It's so great. The zone buster. Was the Mavericks running, uh, running zone in Isaiah Joe's breakout game? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But there's a lot of – there's more zone than ever this year. Um, Mm -hmm. I heard Nikias and Steve Jones on um, Dunker Spot talking about how more teams are running more zone, more zone by like a tremendous amount than they ever have. There's Miami who runs it like 40% of the time or something stupid, but then like a lot of teams are sprinkling it in. I wonder if that's contributing to – I wonder if that plus the fact that the NBA has completely – you know, they they they've changed their entire format of of, of roster building towards three point shooting um, and pace and space. Um, that you know maybe trying to play zone to stop this is actually having an opposite effect than actually helping. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know, and and it might not even be a thing in the playoffs. It also might I think it's just a thing that kind of conserves energy a little bit in the regular season. So it might not even be a thing that matters that we have these awesome, awesome zone buster plays, but we do, and it's fun. We yeah, do. It's awesome. We got them. Yeah. One last thing about Joe. Uh, the thing that's impressive about him and his and uh, his threes is we don't run like sets for him. Like we don't run him off like uh, pin downs or you know coming hard off screens or anything like that. Like he gets his threes like strictly off a standstill or just relocating to an open space. Like. That one play in the, uh, I think it was in the fourth quarter, where Josh Giddy was going up for a shot, but as he was doing his mm-hmm. spin move, Isaiah Joe relocated to an open spot in the floor, and Giddy saw him mid shot and just rifled it to the corner, like just beautifully. And like, you know, I- I'd like to see some plays run for Isaiah Joe to get him an open shot. You know, maybe that's something that, uh, you know, once we get in the play, and that might happen. So. Yeah. And he's not like, he's not a liability on defense either. That's mm-hmm. the thing about how we're yeah. building this team is just nobody who can really be exploited on either end. 
And like down the stretch, we were running Kenrich at the five, and then I guess it would be Joe at the four. Like it was, I don't know, it was Joe, J Dub, Dort, Shay, and Kenny. That was the five. Like when we when we really blew it open and went on that thirty-two to nine run <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Um, and like if he's a liability on defense, you can't get away with a lineup like that not having a big on the court. Like they'll just make him the they'll make his guy the screener and just kill him in the pick and roll over and over and he holds up well enough you can't do that so he's a yep. guy man I, I really <laughs> thanks Philly yeah absolutely uh, thanks Vince Rosman thanks also, Vince yeah um yeah another quick hit I had Josh Giddy I mean I'd be remiss if I didn't mention his performance nineteen seven six not a single turnover. 7 of 15 from the field, 2 of 3 from the three-point line, hit all three of his free throws. He was great, I feel, man. I feel bad for Giddy sometimes. His 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 stat line isn't loud. His game isn't loud. And his so, passes you know, are loud. He had a couple. Oh, man. And that one, the, the Dirk, the Dirk yeah. one-footed oh, fadeaway, that was where he kind of rolled it, like he rolled around and did the fadeaway back to the outside. Yeah. That was yeah, loud. that he had one, I think, in the four, in the first quarter, like a bounce pass. That was just, it was amazing. Um, but like those moments get kind of eclipsed by the J Dub dunk, the mm-hmm. amazing game by SGA, and he had a great game. You know, him and him and Shea in the first quarter, I think they had like a uh, uh, tip for tat type thing where one got, you know, one one great pass, and then. Mm-hmm. Shea drove in and passed it back to to SGA. For, I mean, to a Giddy for a three pointer, and it was just like, there goes our backcourt working, and it's working more consistently now. Um, so yeah, I just I, you know, sometimes he 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 becomes like the fourth thing we talk about because his game isn't as loud, but he still has a great game. Yeah, the two man game has been phenomenal as of late. Uh, Dolan, you know, we haven't had you on here in a little bit to talk about it, but uh, what what have you seen out of the Shea Giddy two man here recently? Uh, well, A, I was never worried. <laughs> like, <laughs> you weren't, I can confirm. <laughs> it was always going to be okay. Smart basketball players figure it out. The one thing, though, and this was actually going to be a, a quick hitter, so it roll, we're rolling right into this nicely. Um, nice. I think if you want to see the vision that Presti is building this team with, like I said, it's nobody who's exploitable. But then just go watch a Mavs game, or even like some of these, some of this Blazers stuff that happened tonight. Go watch a Mavs game down the stretch when they blitz Luca and just throw two guys at him, and he has to give it up. It's the right basketball play. You throw a little bounce pass between them to somebody else on the court who then your team has a four on three. Like since David Lee with the Warriors in the finals, we've known this is the right basketball play. And (laughs) go watch Luca's team because he does that. And then they just have to like take the shot wherever like they get the ball. With us, he bounces that thing and it's to Giddy or it's to J-Dub. It's to another point guard who then can run a four on three and we get a wide open shot. We're getting dunks and layups and stuff. And you can see tonight, like they were doing that. They were blitz and Shea. And this started as a giddy point because it first struck me just like how easy giddy makes that look when he gets a four on three, but even not giddy, like down the stretch, giddy sat out kind of the end of this game because that lineup was just killing it. 
mm-hmm. and still it's J Dub and it's Dort and it's like Kenny Hustle. Just you can't blitz Shea. Yeah. <laughs> and Shea's putting up 44 on 16 shots and blitzing him is a bad play. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Our offense has been so good for the last like month and a half, two months now. And it's mm-hmm. because they've just kind of figured it out. Like they've kind of solved for whatever the other team's strategy is. We have a counter and they're kids, man. What is going on here? How can they do that? They're children. <laughs> yeah. And also like, you know, if you put Shay, if you send a double at him, he's really good at splitting a double team. Mm-hmm. Especially if it comes at you like super high and you know all the other guys are down low by the baseline and he's got all that room on you like it's it's curtains um yeah i'm sorry to go back to shay i didn't mention this and i have to mention this after he had that crazy play where he picked the ball up over the dude's head and then dunked it i think it was the very next possession you know they tried to double him like up by the half court line and he split the double team the defense kind of collapsed on him the guys that he split the double team came in on him and he went up and then just dumped it off to Dort for that dunk. And, like, Dort was just wide open because Shea literally took out four guys of the play. Like, just yeah. absolute phenomenal. Sorry, had, I had to say that as well. Um, I think the last thing that I wanted to cover in this game in terms of, like, quick hitters, uh, Kendrick Williams, you know, he didn't have a super loud night. Like, he only had eight points. But all eight of those points were early on in the game when they were off super smart cuts and Josh Giddy hit him on – every single one with a textbook bounce pass. So shout out Kenny for just understanding, uh, you know, understanding, you know, when to cut and create space. So, yeah, that's what I got. Anybody else got another quick hitter before we move on to the next thing? Just another solid game from, uh, from Jay will from, you know, Arkansas Jalen Williams, just 11 points, you know, two rebounds, nothing too flashy, but you know, shot four or five, mm-hmm. one or two from three. Um, he just continues, and he had a great pass there. Um, I think it was the third quarter. Had an amazing pass. Um, yeah, he's just he just keeps on doing things. You know, he, this second rounder that we thought was, you know, how to, you know, we don't we don't think he's gonna do much this year. He just keeps on, you know, showing flashes this year. Um, so, you know, another another solid game for them. Indeed, man. Yeah, uh, I don't think you all mentioned it in the last pod, but. Um, they in the TNT broadcast they interviewed Draymond before halftime and they asked about him Boom. blocking. Yeah, they asked about him blocking his three, and he was like, Well, he hit one earlier and he screamed, Boom! And I kind of took that personally, so <laughs> it was just funny. It's like, dude, Draymond, it's not personal, man. He just he does that after every one of them, so yeah, they, don't, they don't know yet, they know now, but they don't know yet. Yeah, they understand. 14-7-7 on national television. Crazy. But All see, right. now next time, it's not like Draymond's going to go home and watch Thunder games. So like, yeah. next time we play them, Jalen's going to make another one and Draymond's and yell boom. And Draymond's going to be like, oh, my God, this guy's trying to start a fight with me. He, <laughs> I told him to stop yelling boom. <laughs> oh, oh, did y'all see that? Uh, did y'all see that slight that AD said um, about the Thunder? Oh, you know, just like he was just like we were losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, like yeah, dog, dude, we're, we're two games we're, ahead of you in the standings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who the frick are you, dude? You got bodied by Jalen Williams all game. Shut the frick up. Well, we were a little upset that the 13 seed was within 10 points of us, <laughs> sir. 
Yeah, people calling that a three-point win. No, that, that game was a lot closer. All right. Anyways, let's move on here. Um, we got a few more things to talk about, just some fun topics, a little bit of news as well, after we hear a word from our sponsors. And we're back after a word from our sponsors. Uh, guys, yesterday was the trade deadline. It was an was it? absolute doozy of a trade deadline. Oh, I had so much fun. I got nothing done at work, but it was such <laughs> oh a great gosh, morning. I and I mean, it's at noon here, so I can like have a non-productive morning and then make up for it. So that's that's right. nice. <laughs> oh, uh, a little quick hitter here. Isaiah Joe's officially leading the NBA in three-point percentage at 45.8%. Put them in the damn three-point contest, <laughs> NBA. Do the right thing. Stop, you know. Stop 45. Whole... Isn't oh, that insane? Not waffling. Jesus Christ. And oh he's up. He's coming up on – I haven't looked in a couple weeks, but he's coming up on like 200 attempts. Like it's not even – it's a real one sample. More, one more quick hitter. Um, <laughs> so with this with this win, we are now 3-0 and against the, the Blazers. So we, mm-hmm. you know, we have the season series. The We have the tiebreaker. Um, so that's important. That's important as we move forward. If, if they happen, you know, if it happens to be like a last playoff, last, last play-in type, you know, situation, mm-hmm. and we're tied, we get to uh, New Orleans Pelicans then. Yeah, I'd, I'd much prefer that we – it's the tiebreaker for us to get the nine and – the eight instead of the nine. Thank you. But, yes. Um, but that, yeah, that's so funny because my, my, my first reflex is still to say – um, there, there are actually no tiebreakers in the lottery. They just you know, flip a coin <laughs> for the lottery balls. Oh, no, wait. We're talking about playoff seeding. Okay. Uh, tiebreakers count again. Got to recalibrate the thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to Dame for ending our franchise. Um, but yeah, man, the, the trade deadline, it was wild. Uh, the Thunder did make a couple moves. Um, so correct me on the details of this. But first of all, uh, Darius Baisley went to Phoenix to be with the uh, former Thunder legends, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant. Um, and what did we get As back? Abdul and, and Cam- campaign. campaign. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I think, wow. Abdel, I think wow. it, is Abdul still there? Monty Williams, uh, no, uh, Mark no, Bryant. Okay. Is yeah, Darko still slander. there? Who? Darko? Oh, Ra- Ragic no, I think he's on Memphis or Toronto. Oh, okay. Either Memphis or Toronto or something like that. All right, yeah, we just we dove deep right there. Okay, anyways, uh, Darius basically went to Phoenix in exchange for Darius Saric and a second rounder. Um, I don't really have 2000, much. Two thousand twenty nine. Two thousand twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, is that a real second rounder? Is it like unprotected or is it like a fake? Yeah, like, unprotected for Phoenix. What is, is it? <laughs> yeah, Abdul. Yeah. Oh, I, nice. I think it's a real twenty twenty nine Phoenix second rounder. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that, that and we got a million dollars. Hey, I pretty want a standard dollars. in these, you know, pretty standard in these salary dump trades. It's really not even like you know they they send cash because they're like, we don't need your money, we just need this n- number to not be on our salary cap. Yeah, and you know Dario, I mean, he's not like an impact player by any stretch of imagination. He's expiring after this year. Uh, his stats are actually eerily similar to Mike Muscala. I'm not saying that he's going to, you know, play Mike Muscala run, or role or anything like that. But, you know, if he does get some run, especially with guys like Shea and Giddy out there, there is a precedence for him to succeed. Um, he might play Mike Muscala's role on the court, but he'll never play Mike Muscala's role in our heart. Absolutely. Well said. 
<laughs> and as as we move on to the the trade that broke our heart, uh, our guy Mike Muscala, a friend of the pod, um, got traded to the Boston Celtics for two seconds. Is that right? And yeah. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. And Justin Boston's Jackson. 2029 second, and then a 2023 second that is convoluted. Weird. Oh my! I cannot. We we owe Boston our worst uh, 2023 second rounder. Yeah, which I, think I can't even Charlotte wrap my now. head around the Boston second rounder. Honestly, yeah, it's gonna be so I, I think I think it's going to break down to the worst of Miami and Dallas's. So it's going to be like in the 50s, if I'm if yeah. I'm correct. So it's not like. So that's a fake. Like second. whatever. I'm honestly not going to worry about trying to figure it out exactly. I think that's right. Yeah. Picking the 50s. Yeah, and then uh, we waved Justin Jackson. He waved back, and in turn we converted Eugene Omaruyi's two-way to a full contract uh, for reasons. Um, so Mike Muscala, man. I mean, it, it was heartbreaking to see him gone. I, I thought he was going to retire Thunder. I thought that him and Kenrich was going to split the Nick Collison role. Um, on the court and you know off the court, um, you know he spoke very highly of the Thunder organization, uh, both in public and to us privately. Um, I mean, he had that moment in the press conference a couple of years ago where he was overcome with emotion and he cried whenever he talked about how much the Thunder organization and the Thunder fan base meant to him. And I mean, there, there's not a nicer guy that like you know we've gotten a chance to interact with or that we've seen you know, like in the locker room setting or anything like that. And uh, it sucks to see him go. Like I was shocked and I was saddened and I reached out to him. And obviously, you know, he, he was very appreciative and reached back out and everything. But, you know, at the end of the day, his role was going to diminish. Like we were a young team, Jalen Williams, I think like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Sam Presti was kind of like, you know, taken aback at how Jalen Williams has produced. Like, they probably saw him, you know, in the potential, but they didn't think he was going to reach it like this soon. Um, and, you know, guys like that stepping up, Poku, JRE, you know, looking to come back here soon. Muscala's role was going to be diminished and, you know, it was going to be more beneficial for him to, you know, go somewhere where he has a chance to compete. And I, I do think the Celtics have a chance to compete. I think the, the Celtics are one of the favorites in the NBA to get a ring. I, I told him as much when I texted him. And tonight he showed out. Uh, he had four threes, I, I believe, in his debut uh, with the Boston Celtics. So, uh, shout out Moose, you will be missed. Thank you for the memories, and uh, go go win a ring this year. And as uh, as Stephen so pointed out, you know he had a no trade clause uh, because he had a a one and one without you know opting into the the second one. Mm-hmm. So he had a no trade clause. So he had to, you know, he had to, he had to give the okay for this. So, you know, he's going somewhere where I think uh, he sees potential in his role um, as far as what he did here. He could duplicate that over there. And there's probably a little bit more gravity over there as far as the players that are over there, a little, you know, a little bit more veteran. So, yeah, man, I mean, it, it, it doesn't surprise me that he went out his first game and put up four threes. Like he's going to be doing that throughout the season. Now come playoffs, Whenever they, you know, matchup hunt throughout there, he may his time may significantly go down. But as a, you know, as a floor spacing mercenary out there, he'll get he'll get his shine in the playoffs. Yeah, he plays Luke Cornett's role, but he's actually good, and he doesn't jump at the foul line to try to contest three pointers. <laughs> Did you guys see he's wearing number fifty seven? 
I did not. That's <laughs> why. Weird, right? That's I mean, an offensive yeah, lineman. Boston, 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 Boston has like yeah, 30 retired so numbers. Retired numbers. Uh, yeah. I know, I know, but still. <laughs> 57. 57. Should have got 69, man. No, they, you, they won't. Um, you can't. They won't uh, let who was it? Dennis Rodman tried to do Rodman. it. Rodman, yeah, Rodman yeah. tried. It's pretty on brand. <laughs> pretty on brand, but yeah. Shout out, whoever, whoever, whoever gets, whoever gets to like wear that first. Like, let's say they've gone through their whole like high school, college career wearing sixty nine. They're like, look, this is my number. It has significance to me. Blah blah blah. Whoever <laughs> I mean, eventually Boston's first, only going to have fifteen exactly. numbers left. <laughs> Whoever gets that number first, that's going to be the number one selling jersey in the NBA for a couple of years. <laughs> Probably. Probably, absolutely. But, yeah, uh, shout out, Moose. We will miss you, uh, Baisley. Um, good luck. Shout out, Baisley. Shout out, Baisley. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll say this. You know, even though, you know, he he probably was not, you know, right for the schemes that we were running on this team, he was professional his entire time here. So, you know, a lot of young guys, you know, they, they may, you know, they may kind of veer off the, you know, veer off the path and the thunder path, but he kind of stayed on there as, as best as possible. Now he might've, you know, he might've thrown some, uh, a little bit of uh, innuendos on Twitter from time to time. Or the on Twitter. Instagram. Yeah. From the Twitter. Um, but, but yeah, man, he, he, in my opinion, he remained a you know, professional as he can in, in this situation and, you know the the players on the team kind of you know they they were sad to see him go. FGA talked about it today. Yeah, he was. I think he was. Um, I think he's the longest tenured Thunder player remaining. Yeah, technically, I mean, probably, yeah. If you, Shed, if you draw, he yeah. was drafted yeah. before the oh, Paul George trade. trade. Yeah, yeah, he was drafted before the. I mean, and maybe I don't know like, the timing of whether he was signed technically to as his draft pick. I don't know. He wore the hat for the longest. Yeah. You know? Because then Dort was obviously after the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Dort played in like the first summer league game and basically had to miss or something because yeah, of his contract. He, I mean, he's, he's Oh, my clutch. gosh. Here we he's go, clutch, so they, they negotiate. Yeah. The, clutch will negotiate that for that 120%. Yeah, so Dort is our longest tenured <laughs> member. There you go. It might be Shay. It might actually be Shay. Well, especially now. I don't know of the. I don't know the timing. Because Dort was not a full time employee there for a little bit. Uh, I guess that's fair. I mean, two way. I mean, I don't know. Do you count it? He's halfway in. He's a part timer. (laughs) He's a contractor. Um, But yeah. um, That should be a thing, though. Shay's our longest tenured. NBA contract. Did you see player. the picture Clemente tweeted out? Oh yeah, with all the of all the suits. Yeah, and Alex, like, you remember when Chris Paul went and bought everybody suits? Oh yeah, Shay's the only out everybody, and Shay's the only one left. That's true. Yeah, that Stephen Adams, Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun time. Nader was in that. Terrence Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, Nader, Terrence Ferguson. Ferguson. Wow, Nerlens. Uh, yeah, amazing. All right, boys. Well, well, hey, um, so next week, Shay will be playing again on national television uh, in the All Star game. Um, he will be joined by Josh Gideon, Joe Williams. We was going to do the ride. Keep us off TV. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got to get on there more. 
uh, we, we tend to, especially Shea, he tends to play really good. Um, but yeah, uh, we, I wanted to do a rising stars draft, but again, I couldn't be on, on Wednesday and I was unaware that the draft was happening on Thursday. So, uh, we will, we're not doing the draft now. The teams are set. Uh, Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams are on the same team. That is awesome. So shout out, great, Joe, great job, Joe Kinoa. Yes, and yes. Uh, Jabari Jabari Smith couldn't get away from Jalen Green. He did. Yeah, he's on our team. He's on our team. Oh no, no, it's Shangun. Shangun's on Green's yeah, team. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that I, then. That's what I meant. Yeah, I, honestly, I think Joe Kinoa is the most complete team, but. We don't got to talk about it. Um, yeah, All-Star Game, man. So what's special this year is they are doing the All-Star Draft before the game. True pickup style. Um, you guys have seen the both of the jersey designs. Um, Thunder fans have flooded the Thunder shop. Uh, all of those jerseys are sold out. So shout out Thunder fans for showing up, showing out the sh- support, Shay. But what- shout, shout, out, shout out people with disposable income. Oh, man. Shout out to my guy, Thunderjack, who decided to go buy what jersey of each color, a hoodie, and uh, it was something else. But well, he had the red, he had the Valentine's yeah, Day yeah, yeah, Chris yeah, Paul jersey. I thought you were the only person who had one of those, I mean, Alex. I have one. Yeah. I have a retro one. I have yeah. the one stole the your whole flow bar for bar. Hey. Mitchell and Ness, I think, uh, came back out and started reproducing them because Yosef under film room tweeted it out. That's what it is. He didn't. Oh, he had a knockoff. (laughs) Yeah. So, Um, um, Jack. But yeah, this is. uh, So this is what we're gonna do. You know, all star, uh, all star draft is gonna be happening that Sunday. Uh, I kind of want to do a mock draft. I want to do a little simulation action. So, uh, one of you guys is gonna be LeBron. One of you guys is gonna be Giannis. Alex isn't can, here. Can so you drop a can who. you drop a list in the thing? Yeah, I got you. Are we going with injury replacements? Yes, this is the I'm here, this, I'm here. this is the full injury replacement. Um, so what I'm gonna go do, shirts versus skins, right? Hey, yes, that's what absolutely. I want to see. <laughs> this is what and, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna text it to and our and Jokic will be Jokic will wear he'll be on skins, but he's the one everybody is just like it's okay he can wear a t shirt. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> Terrible. No, I'm sorry. I just, I just thought, I just always. That's a, that's a mainstay in the shirts versus skins game. Is there's the one guy who's like, I'm not, I refuse. I'm not taking off my shirt. And everybody's just like, okay, fine. And Jokic is just the one that comes to mind. Uh, it's like you it. know what? Fair. All right. So uh, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep track of this on my phone here. All-star mock draft. Uh, Dolan, you didn't tell me who you want to be. You want to be Giannis or LeBron? Um, I'll be Giannis. Okay. Uh, LeBron was the top vote getter. (laughs) Yeah, LeBron was the top vote getter. So, Alex, I think this means that you have first pick. So, uh, did you guys get that link I sent in the chat? Yes. No. Not that chat, Dolan, the text message chat. Oh, because I guess I could send it there too. If it's, it's not really there. a list, it's just a bunch of faces. You just sent me a website. It's all Google. the names. <laughs> I have Google. <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I love it. Okay, uh, so Dolan. Okay, Alex is LeBron. 
Alex, of the starters, who is going to be your first pick? Of the starters. Um, let me see. I'm going to pick Giannis. <laughs> I don't think it works Whoa. that way. <laughs> now everybody I pick is on his team too. Oh, no, no, okay, okay. Talk about a super team. <laughs> so I'm going to pick, let's see. Um, and they don't have to be like Western Conference, right? Nah. That's the beauty okay. of the draft. It just has to be – got to pick from the starters first. I hope not because there's 14 Western Conference All-Stars now and only 10 Eastern Conference ones with KD and – I invite you <laughs> to pick Swarman. up an injured person. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to take um, – I'm going to take uh, Jason Tatum. Tatum, number one. Okay. Yuck. All right. Uh, Dolan, back to you. Um, or Giannis, okay. I should say. Well, uh, oh, well, Steph's hurt. Okay, damn. Steph's the most fun for the All Star Game. Just be chucking up threes. He do be doing that. I will take Shea Gilgis Alexander. Can't do that. He's not a starter. Man, that just hurts. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I mean, but he can't do that. He's not a starter. You told me to just pick starters. Yeah, no, he can't. That's what I'm saying. It hurts because he's not Fine. a starter. Like he's oh, twisting I the see knife. It. I see it. Okay, I take. Well, then, I take Ja Morant. Okay, nice. All right, Giannis and Ja, back to LeBron Roig. LeBroig. I'm gonna take uh, Nikola Jokic. Okay, big Joker. Going back to Giannis Dolankumpo. Dolan Kumpo. Oh, wait. So we have to take starters. <laughs> I know who's going to be last. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to you. Okay. I take Embiid. Joel Embiid. Giannis and Embiid on the same team. Weren't they on the same team last year? Probably. All right. Back to LeBroig. Uh, Give me Luca. Luca to LeBroig. All right, Dolan Kumpo. This website you sent me is bad. It's a bad website. <laughs> Granted, I had it pulled up on my laptop, so I don't know how it is mobile friendly. I apologize. Oh gosh, there's only like a couple left. Of... How many I... are left? Am I crazy well, here? There is three starters left. Okay. Ugh. I don't want any of them. Can I? There's only two two per team left. Well, he he only has three picks. You have four. I want to take a reserve. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take Mitchell. I'll take Mitchell. Spider Man. The Spider. All right, Alex. You going Kyrie or you going Lowry? Don't. Uh... Okay. Yeah, you have to pick between. The guy you don't want to take, and the but guy you, you also you also have to, to keep to in mind who you are. <laughs> give me, give me Dallas. Oh, that's Kyrie. true. That's true. You are LeBron James. He'll probably give me, Le- give me Kyrie, Kyrie. Should have went first. Kyrie probably going first. Yeah, give me Kyrie. I'll take Kyrie. All right. I'll take Lowry Malkin in, and I that's <laughs> that's who I looked at and said, yeah, I know who's going to be last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had to replace uh, Zion, I believe, in the Western Conference. So, yeah. um, all right, uh, I believe it goes back to Alex here. 
um, for the reserve picks. Um, there's there's no snake at all in this draft uh, because Kevin Durant is not playing. So, all right, Alex, uh, reserves, man. Uh-oh. Remember, uh, I'm going want. to take Shay Asian Gilgis Alexander. At least say Shavante if you're pulling out the first Shavante, middle name. Shavante. Yeah. I tweeted this, and I think it's cool. Like, it sucks Shay isn't starting, but he's definitely first reserve now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely should be. He's going to get selected right after a commercial break. I need that. It's like that one year uh, uh, Paul, jo- Paul George's uh, MVP running year, not his MVP year. Um, Russell Westbrook was the first reserve. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I know who's going last in these two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dole, what you got, brother? Zion. He's hurt. Dang it. <laughs> He's just trolling here, all right? Um, I will take... Even trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a burner now. <laughs> I'll take... I'll take uh, Anthony Edwards because this is an all-star game and he'll do cool dunks. Okay. This, a similar reason for why I took John Morant with my with my early pick. It's an all-star I mean, game, man. You do, yeah. You have Donovan Mitchell and Giannis yeah. as well. So that is my fun. goal when I set out for this was to create the funnest team, and I ended up with Laurie Markin. So <laughs> he's the finisher. <laughs> Got to counteract that. <laughs> All right, back to LeBroig here. Um, man, Trey Man is not in the All Star game, Alex. I'm sorry. These are these aren't very sexy players. Like it's just like, oh, really? I know, right? Give me, give me Lillard. Dame. Yeah, old Brown probably would take Dame. Dame Dollar. That's what he needs on his team on the Lakers. All right, back to Dolan. Uh, okay, I'll take. Halliburton. He'll be fun. He'll do some cool passes. Hallie. Hallie is fun. All right, back to Alex. Um, I will take let me see. I'll take Jalen Brown. Kyrie and Jalen Brown on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lots De'Aaron of Fox. Lots of conspiracies in there. Yeah, I'll take Fox. Yep. Dolan is loading up on the guards. Well, I guess Alex has too. Never mind. I stand corrected. Yeah, I guess my defense is going to (laughs) suffer. Play an all guard lineup. That'd be fun. Um, Give me Jaron Blocks Jackson. Ew. Triple J. Alex said, I want defense. <laughs> All right, Dolan. Okay. Uh, well, there's... Let's see. Paul George is clearly the best player remaining. But I don't want that. That doesn't sound fun. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take... DeMar DeRozan. And the reason is... He seems like he's just going to go like party real hard the night before and play like five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 
in Salt Lake. Uh, yeah. yeah. I bet they find a way. I bet they find a way. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. They, they hit up Mitchell. Hey, man, what'd you do when you were here? <laughs> all right, Alex. Um, give me Paul George. Okay. Let's see here. Back to Dolan. Looks like we got one, two. Okay, Siakam. All right, Pascal. Ugh, the people left or not? <laughs> why did why did they put Drew Holiday on this team? Oh, that I have no idea. So weird. He um, wasn't even hit him and the, and Jaron Jackson Jr. are the two who like. I listened to a bunch of podcasts and nobody had either one of them as mm-hmm. their reserves. Yeah. Not even Chris Vernon had Jaron Jackson. <laughs> and he's a he's he's a diehard biased Memphis guy. So all right, Alex. Oh man. Slim Pickens currently. Um I will take Man, give me Domas. <laughs> Domas. I think, that, I think that's it for the Western Conference. Yes. Well, there's got to be three. Oh, okay. I see it three. is notable that the Western Conference emptied out before the East. Man, East. I'm going to get stuck with Drew. <laughs> Having the second pick in this is messed up. I bet they do. I bet they give LeBron the first starter pick and then give Giannis the first reserve pick. I bet that's how they really do it. Um, uh, Julius Randall, I guess. Ugh. Well, all right. But I'm not going to play him. <laughs> Alex, you going <laughs> Bam or Drew? Um, shoot. Um, let me go. Let me go, Drew. I got too many centers on my team. I go, Drew. Ooh. And wow. Dolan gets Bam out of bio. I'm not going to play him either. <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna run around and set screens? Get out of here! Catch <laughs> odds, man. Uh, all right, so Alex's team is LeBron, Jason Tatum, Jokic, Luca, and Kyrie, uh, with Shea, Dame, Jalen Brown, Ooh. Triple J, Paul George, Domas, and Drew Holiday. I don't even. I don't even think we'll need the uh, the what's it called the the Kobe rule at the end. The Elam ending. Yeah, the Elam Mandel. Then we'll need that at the end. We got Wood GM in his bag over here. So, all right. And we got it on Dolan's team. He's got Giannis, Ja, Joel Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, Laurie Markkinen, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halbert, and De'Aaron Fox, DeMar DeRozan, Pascal Siakam, Julius Randle, and Bam Adebayo. All right. Yeah. We're not going to win, but every <laughs> point we score is going to be fun. <laughs> And uh, just want to point out here, because I'd be remiss if I didn't, there are four UK players in the All-Star game. So, uh, moving on to the next topic. Like Britain? Uh, Luol Deng, maybe? I heard that one. Luol Deng. <laughs> are the Lakers still paying that guy? Is <laughs> he the Bobby Bonilla of the NBA? Um. Yeah. Okay. Where's my gosh? Sorry, I'm wa- I'm lost in my tabs here. What? You can't just NBA.com is not as easy to use as ESPN.com. It really isn't. They really need to kind of get it to be more user friendly, especially on the website. 
I'll say this though, like whenever we was in OKC, like whenever Cone would like look up his stats and stuff, he's using the NBA app. I'm like, I I hate using the NBA app. It's like well, not user friendly like, at all. He's probably Cone's probably like sponsored by the sponsored. NBA. <laughs> sponsored by the National Basketball Association. Yeah. The official right. YouTube recapper. All right, here we go. So uh, before the All-Star break, we have two games remaining. We've got the Pelicans and the Rockets, both at home. Um, if we win both of those games, we will be one game over 500 going into the All-Star break. Yeah, baby. Gentlemen, what are your predictions for these last two games? Well, we're definitely going to win the Rockets game because they beat us too recently. Um, that's the kind of one where they have to sneak up on us and they're not sneaking. Um, no. I don't know. I'll say what? one and one, which I feel like is kind of conservative. I mean, New Orleans has gotten it together a little bit recently, but they're not exactly blowing the doors off. So, and we're at home. I think we're going to, I think one and one just to be conservative, but I almost want to say two and oh. Yeah. Alex held up what was 2-0 to him, but where the webcam kind of flips us here. Uh, I saw 0-2, um, so <laughs> Alex does not believe in this team. Uh, yeah, I'm going 2-0, man. I think uh, cool. we, we learned what we need to do against the Rockets, and really it's just Jalen Green has to play because he's terrible on the defensive end and just ruins that team. Um, and then the Pelicans, you know, they've kind of gone downhill since Zion's been out. Uh, and you know it, it'll be interesting to see you know how we uh, how, how we play them. I think that's our last game before the Ulster break, right? Yeah. So no, no, no. That's no, our next Houston game. Yeah, yeah, Houston is. I don't know, man. We might lose the Houston then because we might just be looking forward to the Ulster break. Nope. All right. Nope. One, two, three. Cancun. Yeah. Well, that that's the real reason I said one and one is so because it's reversible. Yeah. But no, actually, like. The truth is, I'm act. The truth is, I'm actually really good at doing numbers to somebody else because that's something you have to like practice a lot when you ref. When I ref for a few years there, mm-hmm. it's like practice holding up your numbers backwards. There Here, here's and here's why I think we we win. We are one game behind New Orleans for the eighth spot in the West. And I, I would just like to mention, for the record that the Clippers schedule in February and March is like impossible. And they're what, like a game clear of the play in right now. Yeah. So that's nice. And we play them what? Three times. Uh, no, no, we played them twice, at least right? it's once or twice because no, no, we, already, we, we played, played them a back more time. No, we oh, played yeah, them a back to back. Yeah. In uh, Oklahoma city. Yeah. We played them March 21st and 23rd. We have one of those coming up with one of those back-to-backs in Oklahoma City coming up with Sacramento. Sacramento. 4-0 on this season so far because Oklahoma City nightlife is undefeated. Yeah, we need need those. Um, All right, so, you know, talking about the Clipper schedules, they got the Warriors, the Suns. After the All-Star break, they got the Kings, Nuggets, Wolves, Warriors, Kings, Grizzlies, Raptors. Then they got the Knicks, Warriors, Magic, Blazers, OKC, OKC. Pelicans and Bulls, Grizzlies, Grizzlies. That is their February and March. So <laughs> I like it. No breaks. 
Hog ass number. And, and, and you know one of them is bound to get hurt. Not necessarily like season ending, but one of them is bound to get like a two weeker. No, Dylan, I'm sorry. You informed me that gas is a good thing. So all, all gas, gas no brakes would mean that they have a that they're it's good for them. Well, it's good for us as Thunder fans. All gas for us. No brakes for them. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I think um, yeah, before we go, guys, obviously there's a lot of movement um, in the Western Conference. Um, a couple of teams kind of improved. Obviously, the Mavericks, they got Kyrie, whether you think that's improvement or not. Uh, the Suns, they got Kevin Rant, all, like, obviously an improvement. The Clippers shuffled a lot of players around. The Warriors brought back GP2. Um, you know, these are guys that are ahead of us. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> God, that, that sucks physical. so bad. That sucks so bad for him. Um, yeah, no, that whole trade might be in shambles. So, uh, shout out Gary Payton the second and your core muscle. Hope uh, hope it heals up. But anyways, there was a lot of movement ahead of us in the standings. So I guess what I'm asking you is, as we stand today, we are 27 and 28. We got two games to the All-Star break. We have the potential to be a game over 500. Who knows what the seeding is going to be. What is your prediction today on February 11th, because it's 2 o'clock in the morning in Kentucky right now, uh, what is your prediction as to what seed the Thunder in this season in? And we'll start with Alex. Always me. Why? Okay. I don't know, man. You always look I, like you know. I just, I just throw <laughs> 10 seed. 10? Okay. What about you, Don? Um, I think I'll say 12. Um, Boo! I think, yeah. I think Utah will be in 13. Yeah, um, I, I see them falling. I, but really, so I think twelve. But what I really want is just not the ten, or the eleven. It, those are the two that I would be unhappy with. And like the ten could work out if we then win the two games and make the playoffs. Then obviously that's awesome. But it's just the odds are just so unlikely of beating two teams who are better than you in the standings in a row on the road to I make mean, it to the yeah. playoffs. Didn't Championship really, Beverly do uh, that last year? Yeah, well, you know, sometimes unlikely things happen. This quote written by a casino. Um, but it's just so like what if even if you make both of those games a 50-50 toss-up, you're talking about a 25% chance of making it, but they're less than that because you're on the road against teams better than you. So it's just like it's like a 10% shot. And I mean it could happen. I just I don't want that. I want a home game. And, you know, bonus points if we can get up to the seven or the eight where we only have to win one game. Yeah, Yeah. well, I'm predicting a home game. I'm predicting a home playing game. I'm predicting we get to the eight seed. That is my official prediction. Now we're talking. I'm on board with getting to the eight seed. Let's do that. That sounds fun. Because then you have to win a road game or then a home game. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at, you know, 40% 40% chance at winning the first game and then 60% of the second game. That's a much, those are much better odds. And I'll do you one better. Uzma J is going to come back and break into the rotation, baby. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Because we're going to soft tank from here on out. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, uh, I, I, I think that. 
we always, or, you know, always is a relative term because, you know, we've gone through a lot of different teams. But since Shea's been here, specifically Shea, like, he always comes out of All-Star break with a vengeance. Um, granted, he will be at All-Star weekend for the first time in his career, so might be different. But, you know, if you remember last year, we kind of saw a glimpse into this season in that 10-game stretch in which he was averaging, like, I think 35 points uh, in that 10-game stretch, shooting ridiculous percentages from three and from the field. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that we can go in red off run. And, you know, let's just just look at it really fast. Like, coming out of the All-Star break, we've got the Jazz, winnable game, the Suns at Phoenix, that's second out of back to back. That's probably a loss. Then we got that back to back, like Dolan mentioned about the Kings. Then we play the Lakers. That's all at home. Then we got the Jazz back to back at home. After that, again, winnable games at home. Then you have the Warriors ending up ending your homestand. I mean, going into March seventh, like I don't know. It's realistic that you can win between those what eight games. I think you can win four or five, five of them. Yeah. I mean, is that ridiculous to think? No. No, but it's ridiculous that this team is in a place where that's not ridiculous. Like, it just turned around so fast. It's crazy. That's a yeah. bar. That's a bar. We're going to end that bar. And, and here's, my, here's the thing with Phoenix. I know Phoenix gets Durant, and everybody thinks that they're championship contending, but they lost probably their two, their two best defenders perimeter defenders and Mikael Bridges mm-hmm. and ja- and and uh, Jay Crowder. Not to mention probably their best floor spacing threat in Cam Johnson. Like yeah. I know I know Durant, you know, can cover a lot of that up, but you're talking about Devin Booker coming off of a, of a month-long absence with a hamstring injury, Chris Paul who's a shell of himself, and then Durant's coming back from an injury once again. So yeah, not, that's not to say that we're going to be facing, you know, the the four horsemen, you know, in Phoenix. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it may be just two of them. And so those. Well, look, I hear what you're saying, but they're already really good, and now they're adding this tall, like perimeter ball handler who's shooting forty percent from three, and is having is like an underrated defender and can dribble so good for his height. And I just, it's going to be really tough for us to match up with Darius Baisley. <laughs> This is why we need more Stephen Dolan on the podcast. <laughs> Where else can you get this? I did not see that one coming. I, I, I did not see that one coming. No. Um, all right. I, I don't know what to do other than end the podcast uh, after that one. So that's that's a mic drop for Dolan. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going <laughs> to literally dropped his mic. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, season's been awesome this thunder team is fun and we're having a blast so uh look forward to uh potting again on tuesday kind of previewing that last game and previewing all-star weekend making some all-star picks can be some fun times but until then i hope everybody has a great night god bless on who are on hoop it's two o'clock in the morning guys on behalf of myself alex and dolan hoop when you can and as always thunder up thunder up Hey, if I ever have to do a mic drop, I have to do like this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. 
Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKCTopicThunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.